All right, ladies and gentlemen, we're now um, having an interview with one of the young entrepreneurs and uh, is based in the U.S. And let me introduce to you no other than Guy Corrin. Guy, how are you doing today? Very well, Boots. Thank you. How are you? Okay. And um, can you can you more or less tell us uh, the name of the franchise and how long have you been uh, franchising? Sure, yes. Uh, so the name of the franchise, Potato Corner USA. Uh, we are uh, the entity that represents Potato Corner for the United States. Uh, we started in 1990, in uh, 2010, actually, 2010, uh, our first unit in uh, Arcadia, Santa Anita, uh, was, uh, was the inception of the whole franchise, and then we we uh, decided to franchise and uh, created our FDD and so forth. Yeah, I'm just curious. Um, how did you discover French uh, Potato Corner? Uh, can you tell a little bit about your discovery uh, of this company, uh, Guy? Yeah, yes, absolutely. I was uh, out the customer first. Uh, nothing else but uh, a young teenager. Um, I was... Uh, I moved from Israel to the Philippines uh, when my father was stationed in the Philippines uh, for the Israeli embassy. Uh, we were stationed here for two years in 1993 uh, to 95. I was uh, 13 years old uh, and uh, we we moved to Makati and I remember being introduced to Potato Corner when I visited the mall uh, in, uh, in Kuwait Center in Makati and I fell in love. I tried the, the, the barbecue fries. I've always liked fries, but never seen uh, flavored French fries uh, done in the way Potato Corner has done it. And it was uh, love at first uh, try. Uh-huh. And uh, when you were, when, when you transferred to the U.S., um, what made you think about Potato Corner? I mean, as a business that you want to go into? Uh, to be honest, um, you know, it took a while. It wasn't something I, uh, I naturally geared toward. I wasn't in the restaurant business, neither I was in the, in the franchising business. I knew nothing about, uh, neither industry. Uh, I was, uh, I was more doing things in the security industry, uh, CCTV and, and locks and, uh, completely different from where I'm at today, and um, I was. Uh, I it so happened that year I I sold my business. I I had a business in cell phones. Uh, the industry in cell phones went uh, went down for for the master distributors and and so forth because the companies just kept it uh, uh, kept it for themselves and went. And opened their own stores, so um, I exited that industry, and I found myself in a crossroad. Uh, I was trying to think of what I'm going to do, and and which which uh, path am I going to take uh, with my career? And um, I I just was uh, spending time with a lot of uh, with my friend that was in a similar uh, path in his life. So we kind of gravitated to each other because we were both uh, looking for something. And 
Uh, and I remember um, going through different uh, ideas, different uh, things we want to do. And then uh, we talked about food and we talked about uh, potentially uh, bringing Israeli food. And, and then I remember thinking about Potato Corner because I, I did mention it to my friends every once in a while about Potato Corner because I loved it so much. I told them how, you know, in Philippines they have this flavored french fries and they don't have it in the U.S. And, and I uh, found it shocking since I thought, you know, nothing more American than french fries. I think it's nothing, it's very international, but but you think of it as, a, as an American uh, staple food. Uh, potatoes have fed America through the Great Depression, you know, so... Uh, you know, I, I, I would think that they would have, uh, you know, a concept like that, and they didn't. So I explained to my friend about Potato Corner, told him about my experience and, and how I loved it. And it was so good that I still, till today, 15 years later, I'm thinking about it. And uh, he thought it was a great idea. He, he said, wow, I mean, you know, every fast food in America has French fries. I mean, it's probably the most universally eaten food in the world next to rice. So uh, it's it started from there. That's that was the seed that uh, led me to to try to contact the CEO uh, of, of Potato Corner, and I proceeded to write him an email about my experience and and letting him know how I love Potato Corner and how it's you know, affected my life and how I still think about it 15 years later. And so uh, mem memories, uh, memories really lasted forever, uh, Guy. Uh, in other words, uh, it became your lifeline uh, when you were at the crossroad, right? Yeah, yes. It's it's the impression that it made on me and, and, and the experience. It's what you remember most. You know, they say when you go to a place, it's it's uh, it's all about how you make the customer feel and the experience that they have uh, is is what's going to decide whether it's a positive or, or negative experience. That's right. Now, now that now that you got or you succeeded in getting the franchise in the U.S., uh, what were the steps that you had to learn uh, when you launched this in the U United States? Um, again, like I said, I. I, it was it was a challenging, tough road. I didn't know anything um, about the industry, yeah. uh, and I had to I had to learn, you know, as 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 I went and from just trying to to use the use the life lessons and the business lessons that I've learned in the past and try to to make the, the decisions, the, the correct decisions in this uh, new new uh, industry and new um, new path that I chose. And um, I, I thank, uh, um, you know, the, the CEO and, and the group uh, from the Philippines that they helped uh, uh, a bit in shaping, uh, in shaping what Potato Corner is going to be and look like. Uh, they have sent uh, a training uh, a trainer to you know help us uh, uh, with the details of, of, of the menu and how to prepare it and then the rest um, you know it was uh, it was from just you know 
a lot of a lot of reading and researching and uh, and using using the knowledgeable people surrounding me in uh, in making the right decisions. So I've always I've always uh, I've learned that always surround yourself with people that are better and smarter than yourself, so mm -hmm. you can be guided uh, uh, in the right path. That's right. So, uh, how many how many branches do you have right now in the United States, and where are where are all this located now? You started the, you mentioned in Santa Anita in Pasadena, and uh, as the timeline timeline goes by, guy, uh, how many stores do you have right now, and where are this located? Uh, so currently, we have uh, 40, uh, 40 units nationwide. Uh, myself, uh, I operate uh, 10 units uh, in California, uh, all in California, in Los Angeles and San Jose, which is uh, uh, by San Francisco. Mm -hmm. uh, and um, it started, like I said, with Santa Anita Arcadia. Uh, we soon opened uh, another three in Los Angeles, so we're franchisee operated, not not owned by my group, uh, in Cerritos and uh, in Glendale Americana, and another one in San Francisco, San Fran, and uh, and then from there on, we I think we were about uh, ten stores in the in the first two years, and. Uh, and it grew from there, and and to be honest, uh, it was we, we didn't do much of advertising. We found that the best uh, candidates that came and actually went through the process of franchising were were people that have experienced Potato Corner themselves in the malls, and that had a personal experience, a personal connection to the brand, whether it was their their children mm -hmm. loving loving the brand or themselves. But it wasn't from any advertising uh, online that that came from you know franchising portals or, or whatnot. Uh, it seemed to be those who, who were local to the stores and, and had a personal connection to the brand. Mm -hmm. Would you say that uh, would you just still have the a franchisee who has been with you from the start? Would you have uh, somebody in mind already who has who's who started with you from the beginning uh, as a franchisee? Yes, yes. Actually, uh, we have a number of uh, franchisees who have been with us since the beginning. Uh, we have uh, in New Mexico, our franchisee in New Mexico has been with us since the start. Today is operating uh, two stores uh, in New Mexico. And we have our uh, Texas franchisee who has been with us since the beginning and is uh, operating uh, four stores uh, with us in uh, in Dallas and in uh, Lubbock, Texas, and uh, and then we have a franchisee in Los Angeles that have been with us since the beginning, uh, and we have another one that have been with us almost since the beginning, but uh, he came on board two years two years uh, since after inception, and he's still with us uh, in San Diego. What would you say the the secret of maintaining this uh, almost original franchisees? Uh, what would you say the key ingredient, guy, that uh, these guys are, uh, these franchisees are still with you? What would you say that? Oh, wow. 
Um, <laughs> you know, they might have a different answer than I do. <laughs> uh, I mean, I think uh, first and foremost, um, they need to be successful. Uh, if if they're not successful in their own endeavor, they're, they're, they're going to go elsewhere and they're going to look for what, what uh, actually works for them. Um, so... Uh, they must be successful and they must have uh, what it takes. And, and I think um, those who have stayed with us have showed, to, to showed success in being able to operate the store properly, to follow a system that have proven to work and not mm -hmm. try to reinvent the wheel, so to speak. Because you get, you know, a lot of... Uh, uh, a lot of people, you know, they tend to to want to do what they feel is is right and what they feel uh, is is correct for their own business. But when you franchise, in a sense, you're buying into a system. You're buying into something that has proven to work, has proven to be uh, successful if you follow the right steps. And and it takes, you know, uh, working hard. Nothing is easy, but but you're buying into a proven system and uh, those who understand that and, and you know, believe in the system and, and sometimes it's hard. Sometimes, you know, you have to do something that you may not think is right um, and you, you have to believe in the system that this mm -hmm. is working for years and if I follow these steps, I should get the same result. And uh, so, so for, the, for those operators, they have uh, followed the system uh, through hard times in the beginning, since it takes a business a year to two years to, to flourish and to reach, uh, to reach the sales that they need to be self-sustaining. It sometimes takes time and you have to, you have to do the work and, and do the time and to reap the benefits. So um, I think I think their belief in the system is what, uh, um, you know, made them stay, stay with us uh, this long because once they've reached success, they were a, a believer. And from there on, you know, they, it, it was teamwork all the way. Right, right. Uh, would you say your, what are your plans for the next couple of years? Would you say uh, uh, with 40 units right now that you have in the U.S., uh, what would your projections be? In a couple of years, uh, guy. Um, so I've always said my goal is to to bring potato corn to every mall in America. So uh, mm -hmm. that that is a dream of mine uh, to make it a household name, uh, so everybody in the U.S. can can enjoy the, the fries that I've had when I was thirteen and and loved so much. Um, so that is my goal. Now the mall industry is, is so, it's changing so much nowadays. Uh, the industry itself, uh, the, the mall business itself is, is kind of uh, morphing into a new, a new industry. Uh, you know, the, the retail has gone online for the most part. Yeah. So it changes the tendency of the, of the shopping centers. So they are themselves going through a transformation. Uh, and, uh, you know, there's many guesses on how the mall is going to look like a few years from now. 
but uh, thank God everybody's got to eat. So I think for, for <laughs> us, it doesn't it doesn't change much. I think I think we're gonna be there uh, um, along for the ride, and uh, and I, I'd like uh, I'd like to push our growth and to to reach. Uh, uh, exponential growth in the next uh, two to three years, uh, mm-hmm. with, uh, with a little push, and and uh, I have great people working with me, and um, uh, hopefully we can get to a hundred stores within uh, within the next uh, three years. Oh, that's a that's an amazing amazing goal, guy. Um, uh, would you say uh, what kind of advice would you give right now for? People looking for a franchise because there's so many franchises out there. Uh, just like you, when you were starting a business after your crossroad with cell phones, uh, what what key advice would you say if I'm looking for a business? I'm a retiree. I want to use my 401k. Um, what kind of uh, steps would you say uh, for people looking for a franchise business? Um. I would um, I would say definitely definitely have have passion for the brand that you're opening. Uh, I think uh, you gotta you gotta love what you do uh, to to put in the time and the effort and the and uh, to to go through all that work. Uh, uh, the key to success is you gotta know your business inside out. This is not not uh, a hobby. Uh, a lot of uh, misconception about franchises. I put the money, and they're gonna they're gonna do the work, and uh, I'm gonna sit and enjoy the benefits. It's not that's not how it works. Uh, if 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 you buy into a franchise, be ready to learn your business inside out. You you gotta know better than every employee that you have. Uh, you gotta know the business inside out. That's what it takes. It's uh, hard work in the beginning, but if if you if you do it and you're passionate about your concept, uh, you your chances of reaching success are way higher than just opening any other business because you are buying into a, a franchise, into a proven system that has been proven to work time in and again and again. So you just gotta have the faith in in the franchise that you have chosen. Uh, follow their guidance. Follow their their uh, their system and just as long as you put in the effort you'll reap the benefits if you're looking to to do something of your own then a franchise is not for you uh, a franchise is, is you buying into a proven system to increase your chances of success and uh, and that's why people buy into a, to a franchise they they don't want to reinvent the wheel so um i'd say just make sure that you're passionate about the brand and that you follow the system you should do you should do well all right well i guess uh you gave us uh with this short uh, brief time that you a moment you shared you must have shared a lot of a ton of wisdom and uh, a lot of our viewers probably would have uh uh, have learned about it what especially coming from you from a 13 year old guy who started from from uh, accidentally loving and falling in love with the french fries flip 
flavored french fries and now becoming your own part of the business and your life right so um probably as a parting word if i'm an entrepreneur right now uh what what would you say you know where should i start for example because a lot of people right now with this pandemic and it's becoming an endemic thing uh, a lot of people want to start their own business uh, would you say start your own business or just probably as you said get into a franchise uh you must have friends who probably have asked you and say, Guy, I got this much money. Uh, where will it take me? Start a business or or get a franchise? Yeah. Um, it's, uh, it's, it's a good question that you asked. I actually have discussed it uh, with a couple of friends of mine. And um, I'd, uh, I'd tell people... Um, the, the economy has proven to bounce back in these uh, periods of time uh, relatively well. Um, I think uh, definitely here in the U.S., what I've experienced, uh, um, a, a pretty fast recovery. We are um, back open and our numbers are almost uh, to almost as high as pre-pandemic. Um, but uh we're not it's not over yet um i, t I tell people to it's on a case by case i tell people just evaluate the concept if you want if you want to enter a franchise evaluate the concept uh, make sure you you review the numbers the sales um, um their their success and i know i know a lot of in, in the franchise world in the U.S. they cannot share numbers with you, but nothing stops you from sitting down by the by the store that you close to you and literally counting numbers, counting tickets, making sure that they are doing the numbers that needed to be done, and do your research. And if you are uh, if you believe in the brand, then there's nothing. I think franchise is the best road to go. Um, it's definitely an easier path than uh, starting your own business. Um, they have done it for you. They have years of experience that they bring on to you to guide you, and you don't have to to go through the mistakes that uh, many entrepreneurs have to go when they start their own business. And uh, you see that in the rate of success uh, with the young entrepreneurs starting their own business. Unfortunately, um it's it's a tough road to to success and uh one mistake means you know you're closing the doors uh with a franchise you have a whole team behind you to guide you and tell you uh what tell you what what is the right decision to make they bring on years of uh, vendor relationship that they have behind them uh, expertise consultants that uh, can help you with sourcing and everything that you need to, to run a uh, run your business so it it just gives you uh, an edge uh, mm -hmm. so I, I think even even with the pandemic uh, the money is, is not doing anything sitting in the bank you know they're not paying any interest nowadays so from whatever it's so, uh, I think uh, investing is, is always a good thing. It's always, uh, always you should be looking to propel 
forward and uh, and expand your portfolio. Uh, and wow, French I love I love what you said, uh, guy, and um, I can see that you have uh, you're really that happy. I, I would you say in a scale of 10, 10 being perfect, uh, how happy and you know, looking forward and gung-ho and, you know, with a fire in the belly. What would you rate yourself as a as a, an entrepreneur and as a franchisor? How happy are you? Uh, <laughs> of the future. <laughs> uh, I've, listen, I've had my challenges. Um, so, uh, and I've had hard years uh, that, that I've passed recently uh for a number of reasons so um you know one would think uh, i'm probably not fired up but i'm very fired up from one to ten about the future i'd say an 11. Uh, oh, I, can't okay. <laughs> I can't wait to get out there i've i've had distractions uh that have kept me from focusing on what i want to do and and now i feel like i'm i'm past those times and i feel like uh, good times are ahead uh, we have uh, good projects coming up, so I'm looking forward to getting out there and and doing repeating what I've done so far and just doing it better and better. So I'm I'm very excited, very excited. very good, very good. Well, uh, ladies and gentlemen, you heard a guy who's really a guy, Guy Corin, uh, <laughs> the 13-year-old who started a loving a business of fries and now doing it on his own. Guy, on behalf of GMB and this, uh, our audience, thank you very much for taking the time. I know you're so busy. Uh, you know, you're traveling here and there, almost almost having your own private jet. And <laughs> so uh, thank you for the time and uh, the bother, you. you know, sorry for bothering you in your, in your uh, I know it's quite late right now. It's about 9, 8, 9 p.m. right now. And thank you very much, and best of luck, guy. Thank, thank you. you very much. Salamat okay. po. Thank, thank you. Bye-bye. Good talking. Bye-bye.